Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Sig Sauer Studios on the Fort Worth Armory. Platinum microphone. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. 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 All right. Hour two. Now underway. Hour one in the rearview mirror. Welcome inside the Sig Sauer Studios here at AAR Ranch. Fort Worth Armory, Mike lit up for you. It's all being brought to you by X Insurance. Greg over in Dallas, Texas. How you doing today for the second hour, brother? It's garbage day today. It's hump day. Gets us a little bit closer to your favorite day of the week, which is Friday. We are at the top of the hill. Got anything planned for the weekend? Uh, I mean, I've got stuff I can do. I, um, I don't know how much of it I'll get to, though. I really need a restful weekend. I don't even know what that means anymore. I know, I know. When my alarm went off at 4.30 this morning, see, every Wednesday, guys, I do a hit on the Captain's America Third Watch. He's on from 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. Oh. Ouch, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I love the Captain. I've known the Captain for years down at AM 860, The Answer. He's a good friend. This is the tough time to wake up and do radio, though. You know, if I'm not forced to get up, which I'm, I'm usually not, I wake up at that time. Mm. But when I know I have to get up at that time, I know I have to set an alarm. And when it goes off, I'm like, oh, golly. And, you know, it's I guess it's just a mental thing. Right. But it can throw your whole day off, believe yeah. it or not. It, yeah. it can it can toss your whole day off. That's um, yeah, I'm not used to working those hours. Nothing yeah. good happens before 5 a.m. Yeah, nothing good happens after midnight's what the cops always say too, and there's a lot of truth to that. There's no good reason but, to wake up before five AM. I mean I've been on with, with George Norrie and those guys and Wells, you know, mm-hmm. at two o'clock in the morning for yep. an hour or two at a time. Yep. And really love doing those radio shows. But there's something about staying up late versus falling asleep and getting up early. Well there's just something about that when you know you have to do it. Thankfully, John is on in the evening time, like closer to like 10 to midnight yeah. now instead of overnight like Nori. Because I love Nori's show and loved Nori's show for years while he was on. But, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a tough time to do that. So would you uh, – I just put up uh, Clint Eastwood oh. holding a couple U.S. Navy Colt revolvers that has your name under it because, well – <laughs> You're the outlaw Josie Wales. Why don't you tell us where we can watch the show and all that fun stuff? Uh, yeah, just uh, head on over to armedamericanradio.org or .com. At the top of that website, you can see all the links. You've got the watch live, so you can see Mark and 1080. You can have the uh, listen live link in case you're driving. We've also got the podcast link. If you have missed a previous broadcast of either the Daily Defense Show or the Sunday Monster Cast, you can get caught up there. We've got the uh, the, the shop link if you want to support the show. And uh, lastly, if you'd like to join our live chat, head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. So fun stuff with Paul Markle, student of the gun. Derp, derpa. Derpa Derpa. Always fun stuff with Paul Markle. I have other fun stuff from the Second Amendment Foundation. All right. So let's go there. Let's pull this up. I'm not sure if you knew this. I think you did, but I'm not sure. So we're going to, as we say down south of the Mason-Dixon line, we're fitting to find out. Oh, yeah. SAF Cheers Fifth Circuit victory in Vanderstock frame receiver case. Did you happen to see this? This was from two days ago. Uh, maybe not the two-day-ago article, but I saw something like about a week and a half ago. Yes. Well, this just came out the 24th. Okay, hit me. But you're familiar with the case. Correct. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the ATF and their pistol brace case. The Second Amendment Foundation's case. Remember, there's a Gun Owners of America case as well as a Firearms Policy Coalition Is case. this the frame and receiver case or the pistol brace case? Uh, well, this is the frame and receiver. Okay, so this is for like the 80% arms right. and the I said, polymer I said, I said pistol. I said you pistol did. brace. It's frame and receivers. The court refused to stay portions of the rule 
that that the SAF successfully challenged pending an appeal because the government came out and said, hey, wait a minute. No, ATF is changing all these definitions. I expect to see this with pistol braces, too. Sure. But the ATF is changing definitions of everything to fit their needs. Mm-hmm. Or not their needs, their desires, their wants. Their nefarious desires. Their nefarious desires. So that they can continue to come after you, ladies and gentlemen. Because they're not out there worried about criminals. They're worried about you. Yeah. Criminalizing you. And the court, Fifth Circuit, refused the ATF's challenge. Good. Pending the appeal. Because the ATF has not demonstrated a strong likelihood of success on the merits, nor irreparable harm in the absence of a stay, we deny the government's request. Keep that going. Crank it up. Yes. Golf claps all the way around. Yes. Yes. If we only had the sound of the rolled-up Constitution whacking the government upside the head. This is important stuff. Again, because the ATF has not demonstrated a strong likelihood of success on the merits, nor irreparable harm, in the absence of a stay, we deny the government's request to stay. And that is an indication of what's coming, and the ATF knows it. Not just in this case, but others. So, Greg, I'd like your thoughts on that. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, A lot of the things the ATF likes to rely on to make uh, more people criminals so that they can strip their constitutional rights seem to be following through the wayside. You know, if there's not enough criminals, they will find and make more. Um, I I firmly believe that this country has been on a course for a long time to be able to attempt to strip rights uh, from people for some nefarious end, and uh, a lot of times we talk about the ends in uh, you know in the um, in the commercial breaks because you know this show is not specifically targeted towards tin foil hat conspiracies, but sometimes these conspiracies are actually pretty accurate. Uh, but fortunately, they're losing, and they're losing big. And maybe at some point we'll look at them and say, you know, you guys are such losers and such a decrepit and uh, nefarious uh, branch of well, I don't know if you call them government or not. But they are a cartel against... It's DOJ, so you have to. ...against constitutional rights, so maybe we just will uh, disband you guys and abolish your whole mission, and that would be amazing. Yeah, I think this is, this is foreshadowing what's coming. ATF has overstepped its bounds. We saw this coming in the bump stock case. Mm-hmm. And again, in the, uh, in the pistol brace, and now this, the government seeking stay. No, stay this injunction. Uh, pending a, No. You're not likely to prevail. Therefore, no. A big fat no. The Constitution thanks for asking. Yeah, the Constitution says no. So how about that? Yeah. Uh, thanks for asking. No question about it. Uh, do I want to go to Philly or do I want to go to Michigan and campus carry or do I want to go to carjackings in Chicago? Let me go to Chicago first because Chicago is so easy to pick on. They make it so easy. Mayor Brandon Johnson's Chicago. Carjackings in Chicago now are up 126%. Oh, shocking. Not, right? (laughs) Yeah, I'd say that with sarcasm. Right, sarcasm and laughter. But they are more than double what they were at this point last year. What law went into effect? Uh, it was you know to reduce gun violence and all this nonsense, because carjackers don't work without firearms, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that would be the uh, Safer Communities Act or the Gun Control Act, uh, uh, the, uh, the uh, Cornyn Gun Control, right? Uh, yeah. How effective has it been? Uh, it's been so effective that uh, numbers keep going up. RNC Research put a tweet out, or an X out, I like that. Yeah. X from, from Elon Musk. I'm going to talk about that in just a minute, too. Another violent weekend in Democrat-run Chicago amid a massive rise in robberies, thefts, batteries, sexual assaults, and carjackings. The vast majority of those, ladies and gentlemen, are committed with crim- by criminals with guns. And I, I want you to tell me what new law is going to stop that. Let's get specific. Robbery up 16%. Battery up 4%. Theft, 14%. <sighs> sexual assaults, up 5%. Carjackings. Up 126%. Gun violence has remained, ladies and gentlemen, as AWR reminds us, 
That's A.W.R. Hawkins over at Breitbart. A constant throughout Johnson's first few months as mayor. Nothing has dropped. No numbers have sank. They're all rising. The Democrats own this in the city of Chicago. Well, that's why it's so easy to pick on Chicago, because they've controlled Chicago for so many decades. Over a century. Who else can they blame? They try. Then they quit trying. Now they don't even bother talking about it anymore. And if you brought it up when Lighthead was mayor, she yelled at you and threw you out of the press conference and tried to have your press credentials (laughs) removed from you. That's how bad these people are. And A.W. will take this to the break, reminds us, as he always does. Chicago, like all of Illinois, has an assault weapons ban, a high-capacity magazine ban, a red flag law, 72-hour waiting period on gun purchases, and a licensing requirement for gun owners. Cook County, the county in which Chicago sits, has its own ban on assault weapons and high-capacity magazines. Yet all of these armed crimes I just gave you are all up. Armed carjackings up, because all carjackings are armed. 126%. We'll be right back. Three more segments to go. I'm a free man. I live in a free country. Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity microcompact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus one rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. The long-awaited Sig Sauer P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer shooting, easier handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with Sig Light night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at SigSauer.com for the new P365 380. At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition, Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. 
At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products from top to bottom is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. Daniel Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Indeed, freedom, passion, precision, something the Democrats know absolutely nothing about. Mark Walters at AAR Ranch in the Sig Sauer Studios with you today in the Fort Worth Armory. Mike, it's all brought to you by X Insurance. If you are watching the video in high definition, we hope you're enjoying it. Just don't do it while you're driving, please. You can thank Daniel Defense. And lead slingers. And I did get that Daniel Defense. I've been telling you for months to get that Daniel, get on that Daniel Defense list. I just saw one come through. So let's do this live. I have not yet opened it. This month's bestsellers, the M4A1. I'm not shocked by that at all. I have one right here. In fact, that looks like a picture of my rifle. Except mine's right here. M4A1. Daniel Defense's bestseller and the DDM4 V7. Oh, that's the Pro. I don't have the Pro, but I have the V7. So I know I'm in. Oh, and the third is the DDM4 V7. So I know I'm in good company, Greg. But then I look down at some of these other Daniel Defense rifles, the DD5 V4, which is, ooh, that is beautiful. And the Delta 5 Pro is the one I've been talking about getting. So I guess I'm in good company. And I guess I have good taste, but I really want that uh, six millimeter Creed more varmint. That Delta 5 Pro 26-inch, that thing's absolutely beautiful. And somebody I know that has the name Daniel in his last name told me that if he had to pick one of his own guns, it would be that Delta 5 Pro. So he can't go wrong with that. Get on that email list, ladies and gentlemen, and check it out. These emails are fantastic. Featured uppers, the rails, clothing, all cool stuff over there is listed for you at Daniel Defense, which if you jump all over that email list. You only get these things a couple times a month, maybe once, but they're they're really good. They're fun reads, and I'm gonna, you know because it's got the little Greg the little read more button, read more button, read more button. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to be reading later today. All right. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. Okay. I guess uh, too weird. Too weird. Sinead O'Connor's dead today. Fifty six years old. Hmm. Okay. Remember her? I do. I don't know much about her. I always thought she was a strange-looking creature, shaved head and all. Yeah, well, she's British. And I wasn't really into her music that much, but I guess she's a Grammy winner. And uh, sad news, apparently last year she lost her 17-year-old daughter. And generally speaking, when they don't mention the cause of death, you can imagine. I mean, these people live pretty hard lives. I'd be guessing, but I bet that it has something to do with an abuse of something which is sad. 56 is young. And then in the same breath, Mick Jagger turned to 80 today. He's boys. He ever oh, outliving good them. good heavens. Wow. Mick Jagger's 80. And by the way, Sinead is uh, Irish, not British, but same Irish. Difference. Ooh, no, not really. <laughs> so, go over maybe to you, maybe to the Yanks over on this side of the pond, not over there. But, uh, yeah, nonetheless, Mick Jagger turned 80 today. Same little cluster of islands. Yeah, same place. Put the Mick Jagger thing in context of your own life, depending on where you fall. And that wouldn't really matter to my kids. But they've been listening to Mick Jagger their whole lives because of me, right? They grew up listening to that stuff. And they can pick. Anybody can tell it's Mick Jagger. My kids know if it's Mick Jagger singing a tune. But 80 years old. Good heavens. I guess that's a sign we're all getting old. Yeah, boy, is it ever. But I'm not near 80. How do you work close? There's days I feel like it. Yeah, I guess I could say that. But I really don't know what it feels like. You just get up and go, man, I feel like I'm 81-year-old like Mitch McConnell today. Yeah. <sighs> After getting least, up and doing the Captain's America, you probably feel like Mitch did standing at the uh, podium. No, I told my wife what I was going to do today at the top of the hour break. And here's what she said to me. No. <laughs> And then Shocking. Qu- quickly close the door behind me. Well, today's the first day I haven't had to do anything in quite some time. You know, I, I don't have anything 
I mean, I got to work tomorrow, but I don't have anything extra. I don't have to pack for anything. I don't have to get up in time to do a radio show in the middle of the night or morning, whatever you want to call it. I don't have to be anywhere. I already got back, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't have to do any of that until, well, Sunday for the show and then depart Monday for SIG, which is all, that's just going to be a lot of fun. Let's move over to Michigan. You know, I, I love Michigan. I have a lot of great memories in Michigan. I, I lived in Michigan from the time I was nine years old until I was 15. And as I often say, there's a lot of firsts between nine and 15, Greg. Oh, yeah. You know, you do a lot of growing up between nine years old and 15 years old. Now you do. I did a lot of growing up in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Now, that was back in the 70s. And life was a whole lot different then. Like I said, we used to have dirt clod fights and try to ride our bike over holes that were soon to be a basement for a house that was being built. And somehow we survived. And we went out late at night without bug spray on. And if we did put bug spray on, we used to follow the mosquito trucks on our bikes that were spitting out all that gas behind it. And our parents didn't mind. Ooh, here comes the mosquito truck. And they'd let us go ride behind it. Lord only knows what was coming out of that thing. Agent Orange or something. Who knows? (laughs) Right? (laughs) You know? But here I am. I survived it. Gen X, the last feral generation. I have some very fond memories. Kid Rock has a song about growing up in Michigan like he did, too. And he sings about some of the things that I did up north in northern Michigan. You know, uh, what's the song all summer long or something like that from him? But very reminiscent of my childhood in Michigan sands about a decade and a half later. But the same stuff. So lots of firsts. And I hate seeing what's happened to Michigan. Now, I live in Ann Arbor, which has always been a liberal town. But there was a difference in the definition of liberal when I was a kid in Ann Arbor. Liberal meant, leave me alone and get off my back. People kind of just did what they wanted to do. But it was a more conservative brand of liberalism. And guys, if you you go back to the 70s, if you're old enough, you remember that. This is not the party. This is not the same Democrat party that existed back then. But they hate you now. And Michigan has sadly turned solid blue. And you've got Whitmer, a tyrant. You go, you go back to COVID, mm. and Whitmer was right up there with Fauci, man. Yeah. She was the worst of the worst. I can, in fact, I can't think, besides Cuomo, I don't think I can pinpoint anybody worse than Whitmer besides Cuomo. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, memory served me right there. She was pretty tyrannical. Stateside, yeah. Governor uh, Governor Newsom was pretty bad. Uh, now, if we're talking leaders of countries, uh, what Jacinda Ardern over in uh, New Zealand was pretty New bad. Zealand. Well, in her also Ardern with the with the gun control movement. Yep. After the Christchurch mosque shootings, but as far as COVID was concerned, staying focused on that, Whitmer had, and such a hypocrite. She yeah. was telling people they couldn't drive to their own cabins and cottages up north while no, she, she lived was... in Michigan. While her and her husband were driving to their cabins up north, yep. she was going to visit her parents in Florida uh-huh. while ragging on Florida. These people just hate you. They just hate you. When we come back, a Michigan court upheld another firearm ban. And it's it's worthy of discussion. It really, truly is, which is why we're going to go here when we come back. This one might rear its head on Sunday as well, because it is worthy of discussion. And it's all on our side of the fence. I will admit it's always been an uphill battle. I'm teasing this intentionally. I don't want to tell you about it, what specifically it is. Some of you as Armed American Radio listeners are already in tune and might know what I'm referring to. But when we come back, I'll explain it. And we'll probably hold the segment to discuss this because it is an interesting topic. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense will be back right after that. We're going to go to Michigan, the great state of Michigan. Don't go away.
At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products from top to bottom is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun. The incredible M1 carbine and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Armed American Radio listeners, the Gun Rights Policy Conference for 2023 is upon us. The GRPC this year being held in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona at the Marriott Phoenix Hotel at the airport, September 22nd through September 24th. This year's theme is Road to Liberty. Come meet me, A.W.R. Hawkins, Alan Gottlieb, John Lott, and many others. Again, September 22nd through September 24th, the Gun Rights Policy Conference. Visit saf.org to register today. Register at saf.org. We'll see you there. The Gold Set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The Gold Set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. Hi, it's Mark Walters, your host of Armed American Radio. If your company sells only the highest quality products and you're looking for a way to reach these listeners, you're talking to the right guy. Armed American Radio has a package available to fit every budget, from startup to the seasoned advertiser looking for that perfect way to reach this massive audience on roughly 250 stations in the top markets in the nation. We're everywhere, and the show continues to explode across the country after 10 years. Together, we can help you reach a highly engaged and extremely knowledgeable audience. To hear your brand on this huge radio program for less than you ever thought possible and to speak directly with me, reach out to CCW Broadcast Media LLC right away at mark at armedamericanradio.org. Mark at armedamericanradio.org. And together, we'll bring your brand to Armed American Radio listeners and keep this powerful voice for gun rights on the airwaves. Again, to speak directly to me, reach out to me at mark at armedamericanradio.org. That's mark at armedamericanradio.org. Did you know that Sig Sauer is all in for hunting? Introducing the Sig Sauer Cross Precision Bolt Action Rifle. Available in 308 and 65 Creedmoor. The Sig Cross Bolt Action Rifle was designed and built with the input of military snipers and elite hunters right here in America to meet the demands of hunters, precision long range shooters, and extreme backcountry hunting. Sig Sauer has your hunting needs covered with ammunition, optics, suppressors, and more. Hunt like a warrior today. Learn more. Visit SigSauer.com now. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back indeed. Segment three underway now. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense Hour 2. Garbage day at the ranch here in the Sig Sauer Studios on this Fort Worth Armory mic. It's all being brought to you by X Insurance. Before I go back to Michigan, I, I got an alert during the break. Remember Leon Panetta? I do. Leon Panetta was uh, he was in the House of Representatives from seventy seven to ninety three. Worked as uh, Secretary of Defense. I believe he was director of the CIA. Uh, he was the famously known as the White House Chief of Staff. Yeah. For a while under Bill Clinton, all that under Bill Clinton. 
He's a Democrat, of course. And here's the alert. Former Defense Secretary Leon Panetta has no regret signing the now infamous open letter heavily suggesting the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to go any farther. Therein lies problem with your government right there. The fact that this guy has no regrets lying through his teeth or admitting his own sucker headed stupidity after he knows what he knows tells you everything you need to know about Leon Panetta and the rest of the Democrats. Let's move over to Michigan. That That's pathetic. That's typical frankly. Democrat behavior. Uh, he's 85 years old. At least he's still not looking for a job in government, but he's still a pundit out there. OK, these people just won't go away. They are stains that just you just can't fight them. So what happened in Michigan? A Michigan court this week upheld campus carry ban at the University of Michigan campuses in Ann Arbor on Friday is when it happened. Uh, I saw this a couple days ago and the reload wrote about it yesterday. Fogelman wrote about it over there with Stephen Gutowski. And it's a great piece. And here's from the court. Appellate Judge Mary Cavanaugh and Deborah Servito wrote on behalf of the court. We conclude that the university is a school and thus a sensitive place. Now, why sensitive place? What are the Democrats doing in every Democrat-run city and state in the country post-Bruin? Well, these are the new gun-free zones. That's correct. And what they are trying to do is get every, they're trying to expand everything to be a sensitive zone. And they are perverting Heller, McDonald, and now Bruin to do so. Change the language. This is why, this is why words mean things. This is why this is such an important piece. It's not just about Michigan and campus carry. It's about the tactics being deployed by the left post-Bruin. And they're going back to Heller to do so and using, of course, Scalia's words against him. And we'll go there in just a second. But, and I don't like the way that this is, I guess you say this when it comes to the court, but Fogelman writes, after establishing a general right to carry a firearm in public for self-defense in New York State Rifle and Pistol, V. Bruin. I don't like that wording, establishing a general right. Yeah. Does the Supreme Court establish a right? They do not. They affirm. They affirm right. Very good. They affirm rights. Maybe you and I are on the same page here. Yep. They affirm. And keep in mind, this is a right that predates the Constitution we're talking about here. And our founders made that very clear. Hence, our Bill of Rights. Certain inalienable rights. You know the thing. Yep. So I don't like that. You know the thing. Yeah, I don't like that wording there. That could have been, I think could have been handled a little differently, but I'm not going to jump on him. It's a good, it's a good piece. I just, that could have been, could have been handled a little bit better. Supreme Court left the door open for restrictions on that right in loosely defined sensitive places. And Fogelman's right spot on with that. Gun rights supporters have since been fighting to have the restrictions interpreted narrowly, while gun control proponents have sought to expand them as broadly as possible. Now, example, New York City declaring everything a sensitive place. What did Scalia say in Heller? Sensitive places, he said, off limits historically. Schools, government buildings, etc., And this is what the left is seizing on. Notably, the reference to schools being sensitive places was first made by Justice Scalia and Heller. Justice Scalia did not define the term school, nor did he cite or rely on any authority. Nonetheless, that's what the two judges wrote in this decision. Nonetheless, the plain meaning of school when Justice Scalia used the term in 2008 similarly includes universities. Or does it? That's why the verbiage in here is so critical moving forward, because the left is seizing on this and going back to Scalia in who wrote, of course, the famous Heller decision, which the left says for the first time gave us a right to bear arms, which is a bunch of bunk nonsense. But that's the way the left perverts Heller. Michigan school officials, university officials, of course, celebrated that decision. We are heartened to learn that the State Court of Appeals has once again 
upheld the University of Michigan's policy that bars weapons from our campuses with some limited exceptions. What do you think the limited exceptions are? Police. Yep. And campus security. Yep. Maybe some military. Right. Uh, Yep. But as far as you, the general civilian. Oh, no, not at all. The uh, gentleman by the name of Stephen, uh, Steve Dulan, who was the plaintiff, uh, plaintiff's attorney in the case, who sued. And uh, let me get some details on that, because I don't have a lot. Uh, and this guy's been fighting this case now since 2015. You know, it would have been nice if Scalia had made the the differentiation between a state uh, funded school, therefore essentially state property. I hate to use that term, but it's the best I got right now. No, I feel you. I know what you're saying with that. Versus a university that brands themselves as a state representative, i.e. meaning this is the college of uh, University of Texas, to say. This, well, yeah, University of uh, you know, Florida State. Yeah, stuff like uh, that. UGA. So these are state schools, right? Right. And the state can't tell you that you can't have a firearm. In certain places. Now, Georgia law is very clear on that. Campus carry is the law of the land here in the state of Georgia. That's why I want to go here. I I use this as an example. But the Michigan case popped when this kid, Joshua, uh, Joshua Wade, he's an Ann Arbor resident, wanted to openly carry his legally possessed handgun on UM campus. I still think the Constitution supersedes all of this. Well, yeah, that's, of course, why it's been in court and why the argument is being made. But he applied for a waiver from the school's policy. And and he had to do that through the university's Department of Public Safety. He was denied. Mm -hmm. And I got to love Joshua Wade. He sued promptly. Boom. Sued. Back in 2015. That's eight years ago. Both the state trial court and appellate court ruled against him. And the Michigan Supreme Court, get this, was in the process of hearing his appeal on both of those rulings. He appealed both of them. When SCOTUS handed down the Bruin decision. Mm. So what did the Michigan Supreme Court do? Ordered the state courts and the appellate court to rehear his claims under the new test established in Bruin. And the judges, after they took that order from the Michigan State Supreme Court, still ruled against him by going back to history and tradition and citing Scalia in Heller. Ooh, this is an interesting case. Heller was 08, 2008, ladies and gentlemen, not 1808, 2008. And you mentioned, Greg, that Scalia would have been nice. I don't think Scalia could have foreseen what was happening now. No. During Heller. Okay? No. Or I feel certain that he would have if 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 Scalia were with us today what a loss he was boy if he were with us today and had the benefit of hindsight i think you'd see a much more refined decision in heller knowing what we know today and the way the left is handling this so this is interesting for a lot of reasons when we come back i want to make some comparisons to georgia that has campus carry with absolutely no issues whatsoever none not one issue ever except likely safer students because crooks criminals rapists thugs punks morons losers and scumbags know their victims may very well be armed we'll be right back At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. 
The Second Amendment Foundation has grown into what many believe to be the most important gun rights organization in America. With hundreds of thousands of active members, it is the Second Amendment Foundation defending your rights in courtrooms across the nation. Winning these battles in local jurisdictions all the way to the Supreme Court requires tireless effort and help from you. Please help the Second Amendment Foundation defend your freedoms by joining or donating today at saf.org. Join us at saf.org. Thank you. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. The gold set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The gold set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. Armed American Radio listeners, the Gun Rights Policy Conference for 2023 is upon us, the GRPC, this year being held in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, at the Marriott Phoenix Hotel at the airport, September 22nd through September 24th. This year's theme is Road to Liberty. Come meet me, A.W.R. Hawkins, Alan Gottlieb, John Lott, and many others. Again, September 22nd through September 24th, the Gun Rights Policy Conference. Visit saf.org to register today. Register at saf.org. We'll see you there. AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at crimeresearch.org. Crimeresearch.org. Please help us today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Go out of your way and visit all of our partners, please. Not just Daniel Defense, all of them at ArmedAmericanRadio.com. Defender Coffee is another great one. If you can drink coffee and support the Second Amendment at the same time, that's a pop in the head, slap in the face, palm to the face. No-brainer. That's DefenderCoffee.com. Maybe we talked a little bit in the first hour a lot, but HeavensHarvest.com has you covered over there. And all of our great partners, North American Arms, Sig Sauer, Fort Worth Armory, Car Arms, Daniel Defense, Lead Slingers. It's all being brought to you by the great X Insurance. Back to this Michigan Campus Carry case. This is now bigger than Campus Carry. And the judges who wrote the decision made it bigger than just campus carry because they went to the sensitive places and sensitive places right now is the tact that the left is now using to pervert the Bruin decision by writing even stronger laws which are clearly unconstitutional 
And Greg and I were talking during the break about whether or not. Now, I believe when you look at hindsight and you look at you go back and you read Heller and knowing Scalia as the strict constructionist that he was, I think he would have narrowed his decision in Heller and his definition of sensitive places if he could have foreseen this, Greg, brewing years later. That's just a guess. And we'll never know. And because we'll never know. I don't know that the court, you know, I look at this case, and I think is would the Supreme Court take this up? I don't think they would specifically take this case. I think because they're going to be looking at the sensitive places, there are likely going to be other cases that would fold this in. Maybe it's this case that folds in others. I don't know. But it's tailor made for a review. It really is. Just depends on some of the other ones that make it to the court as these cases are working their way through post Bruin. But uh, Michigan uh, school officials were celebrating the decision. We'll talk about Georgia here in just a second. To continue here, this guy, uh, Wade, the plaintiff in the case, is respectfully disappointed in the opinion and currently looking at next steps. Now, here's the university's weapons policy. It states, Possessing firearms, dangerous weapons, and knives longer than four inches is not permitted on property owned, leased, or otherwise controlled by the University of Michigan, even if you have a concealed weapons permit. Those are misdemeanor charges, but they're punishable by up to 60 days in a slammer. Hmm. Twelve states currently allow permit holders to carry on college campuses and do not allow university officials to prohibit the practice, with West Virginia becoming the the latest to do so earlier this year. Another 19 banned the practice outright. So this is ripe for looking at, I think. But it's interesting because sensitive places, that's the key. Here's what the judges had to say. It was presumptively protected by the Second Amendment, Despite noting that Wade's request to carry his firearm on campus was, quote, presumptively protected by the Second Amendment, the appeals court said that the decisions in Heller and Bruin presumptively treated schools as sensitive places where gun restrictions were not in question. Hmm. Interesting stuff. Now, here in the state of Georgia, campus carry is the law of the is the law of the land. Greg, I believe you can carry in Texas campuses. I think so. In fact, I know you can. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can. In fact, 18 to 21-year-olds can carry in Texas. Yeah, we have uh, set aside some uh, discrepancies in regard to that so that people can, you know, 18 to 20-year-olds can carry. Are you familiar with any problems with students carrying on campus? No. You know, here's, we not here either. None. Georgia Tech campus has been notorious for crime for years. Where is it? Oh, it's in downtown Atlanta. Oh, imagine that. That's always a problem, right? It ha- I, we've seen crime drop. And students aren't doing what the left said they would do, being irresponsible. Law-abiding gun owners are law-abiding gun owners, period. We find that to be the case. So, guys, got to be honest here. Campus carry has always been an uphill fight. One of those on our side that's always been an uphill battle. Heller does, does not make it any easier because of that loose wording by Scalia in that decision. And I think the wording was loose because that wasn't the premise of the case. It was about Dick Heller's ability to have a gun in Washington, D.C. in his home. It wasn't about campus carry. And if you go back... And remember, Students for Concealed Carry on Campus, great group. I still talk to David Burnett, one of the founders of that. He and I are still in contact to this day. It is still an uphill battle. It's one of those areas of gun rights that the other side has an easier battle or an easier fight against us in the media. Does that make sense? It's easy for them to fight against allowing students to carry firearms on school grounds, school grounds in this case being a university, because the media attention that it gets. And then, of course, when you talk about things like Virginia Tech, I would flip that right over there. And like I said before, 
wake up any of those dead kids and ask them today if they wouldn't have wanted to have the right to carry a firearm to defend themselves if we could tell them what was going to happen to them 10 minutes from now and give them that decision. They're going to tell you, I guarantee you, they're going to tell you, hell yeah, I want to be able to defend myself if I know that's going to happen. And Swing Wee Cho would have been stopped instead of offing himself after he killed 32 people. But uh, campus carry was an uphill battle here in the state of Georgia. It passed. The media went crazy. The left went crazy. This is going to be a case to watch. I do believe that they're likely going to seek cert. I, I don't know. Will they push this higher? I don't know. I don't know how this is going to go. Greg, any thoughts before we close out? It's an interesting case. Yeah, and it Heller, is. Scalia's, Scalia's decision in Heller doesn't make it any easier. I'll tell you. So let's just be honest here. This is, we're honest on this show. Yeah, the language you know, he's going to win everything. The language he used was definitely too loose, but obviously, like we've stated before, there was no foresight that this would become this big of an issue with uh, uh, with the Democrats. And, you know, the states that do have uh, have allowed for campus carry, I just, you know, the the, um, the 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 immeasurable pools of blood that are running through those campus hallways is clearly a sign that that was a bad idea. And, of course, Greg is being sarcastic Very because sarcastic. there are none. Yeah. You don't need hoverboards to get from room to room or building to building on a college campus because the rivers of blood are so deep. Yep. Facts are stubborn things. The truth is a, the truth is a harsh mistress to the left. There's no question about that. But it will be interesting to see. Campus carry has been one of those areas of gun rights that has been an uphill battle for us for years. And while it's easy for us to make that to make the argument, it's also easy for the other side to counter that argument and more so than in other areas, because it doesn't appear to be quite as cut and dry in large part because of Heller, Uh, because the left has has perverted the Heller decision over the years on many angles, not just this. But uh, it's going to play itself out because Bruin and sensitive places this is the technique and the tactic that the left is now using. So this case, I, we haven't seen the end of this, I don't believe. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is going to get up and do it again tomorrow, precisely because they don't want us to. Hope you enjoyed the program today as much as I enjoyed bringing it to you. Carry on, carry often, carry absolutely everywhere. Never, ever, ever leave your cave without your club. Enjoy your day, guys. We will see you here at the ranch in the Six Hour Studios tomorrow. Filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X Insurance. X Insurance on the Armed American Radio Network. Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that Microsoft support you need for all-day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high-quality leather and a premium indoor-outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark, and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms, and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts. Or call 800-978-9358, and remember, use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special 
or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012.